Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of true crime. Housewives of the true crime. After Christmas edition, recording before Christmas edition. Yeah. 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 So, you know, hopefully we're just predicting the future and everybody is healthy. What I said, healthy, healthy, healthy (laughs) Healthy more than anything. Yeah. And your bellies are full and your spirits are high. And you got your stretchy pants on. Oh, always. I was talking to a mom today and we both had like cute black leggings, but they had some sort of design in them, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And she was like, you know, I just don't like wearing jeans anymore. And I was like, girl, me neither. Preach. Like black leggings, it is for the rest of my life. (sighs) Yeah. I got a little stress going on today because the last thing I really need to pull off Christmas is this bike that Santa is getting for one of my kids. And I ordered it from the Walmart and I had it sent to my husband's office. Smart, right? shown up? Yes. Yeah. Apparently I didn't have it sent to my husband's office. So it's showing up today. And you know, they just drop that off in like a great big, yeah, a great big box. So I'm like checking my text messages from Walmart all the time because FedEx is going to ruin the surprise. Yeah. Well, at least it's not coming to me like I keep doing to you. <laughs> to you. I know. I keep sending <laughs> shit to Gretchen's house by accident on Amazon. And she's like, did you order silverware? Like, yes. And she's like, why are you ordering silverware? It's like, because my shit gets thrown away. Oh, yeah. I, I like have no forks. I know. Where does it go? Where it does it go? Trash. The kids throw it in the trash. I think that is what they do. They throw it in the trash. Yes. With their socks. <laughs> That's what my husband would say. <laughs> like, I don't have any socks. I'm like, I don't know uh, what to tell you. Hallelujah. My son found his sweatshirt. One of them. Of course, oh, I've good. replaced them since. Yeah. So it was at his like special reading room. He couldn't wait well, to show me. I'll save you 50 bucks or however. Well, no, I already was. spent it. Damn it. Well, no. Oh, because you bought a new one. Christmas present. Because it's cold. It is so cold. I can't even deal. I know. I'm coming to California today. And guess what I'm packing? Sweaters and jackets. Yeah, you better. That is not what I was anticipating. I know. My my New York closet is coming to California. Yeah. Okay. So I have a episode today for you I'm ready. that is sure to make you depressed. So I'm going to apologize ahead of time Oh no! for this one. Are you sure? Are you sure mm-hmm. it's not like, uh, you know, like soothing, like how no. we like our crime? It's no? not, it's not naked Zumba. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> that one will be my all time. Like, I, I mean, if, 
I could do Zumba naked and oh, actually God. like it, like like the jiggle or not even jiggle, I would I that would be a great Christmas present. My new house has mirrored closets in my room. And I saw myself naked, full body shot the other day. Oh, what were Lord. you doing? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was just getting dressed. But I mean, I try not to be naked ever. You know? I'm sure your husband likes those mirrored closets. I think that's why people did that oh, no. in the day. I, yeah. yeah, that is totally why they did that. It doesn't matter if the I'm lights out girl. Okay. You know, my friend, when I was growing up, her parents had a mirror, they had a waterbed with a mirrored ceiling, like on top of the waterbed was a mirrored ceiling. And I thought it was so cool when I was a kid. I was like, wow, your parents have the coolest bed. No, they were like getting their freak on. That's the equivalent of the moms that have a stripper pole in their room. Right. Yeah. And the kids are all like, oh, I got to ride the fire pole at my friend's house. Like, oh, (laughs) Oh. interesting. Let's sanitize your hands. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. Well, we are not talking about any of that today. We're talking about something else. (laughs) So let's get to it. Okay. Okay. So I am talking about December. So there is that in relation to what's going on these days. December 3rd, 2016, to be exact, was any normal day in Neptune City, New Jersey. Have you heard of Neptune City? I have. Is that like one of those cities with the boardwalk on it? I have no idea, actually, but it is a Jersey Shore city. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So I was thinking, so I sort of watch I all that like stuff. Sort of. You familiar. might actually know. Yeah. I was thinking it's probably really cold there on December 3rd because today, actually, I looked up the weather and it was 38 degrees. So I'm assuming December 3rd, 2016 was probably similar. Very Mm -hmm. cold. It's a smallish town, about 28,000 people, modest town. House prices are around 300 to 500,000 unless you're one of the lucky few that live on the shoreline that's when it bumps up to like a mill. Yeah. Well, they make all that money because they probably rent it out. Yeah, I think so. And they're super cute. Even just like like half of the summer rent it out. Yeah. They're those cute houses, you know, that have, they're like blue and white, cute, that kind. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of town where people know people and everyone looks out for one another, which would explain the local Uber driver calling in an abandoned car he saw parked on the side of the road in the middle of a bridge. I mean, I see abandoned cars daily on the freeways in Dallas, and never once have I thought about calling 911 to report it. And you know me, I don't have a problem calling 911. No, you don't. You got that shit on speed dial. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) but not like if I saw an abandoned car, I would not call 911. I just would think they got a flat tire or something. I don't know. But Mr. Uber driver had a weird feeling as he drove over the bridge on the early hours of December 3rd. So he called the 911 and told the police about this car. He basically says, Hey, go check it out. I looked inside when I was driving by. No one seems to be in it. And since it is a small town, police were on it. The car was an older sedan. No one was around, but the keys were in the ignition, which is pretty weird. That is weird. 
you take your keys. If your car breaks down, you take your keys with you, right? Right. The car license plate pulled up that it was registered to a 96-year-old woman, which, by the way, would really be old to be driving. It is old. Um, but turns out 96-year-old lady wasn't actually driving the car. She had let her six or her 19-year-old granddaughter have the car. Her granddaughter's name was Sarah Stern. Sarah was a budding disco biscuit, 19, very pretty, artistic, loved the arts and actually had real talent. Not like me where I love the arts, but I can't draw for shit. Right. Sarah grew up in Neptune City, loved Disney as well as her parents loved Disney. Her mother and father were both the Disney aficionados, which I love because I love Disney also. Her mother, Carla, died in 2013 from a long battle of cancer, but she was an amazing lady. She owned a bookstore in town and ran the PTA, kind of like you. I don't run the PTA. I stay (laughs) steer so far away from that shit. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Don't don't even get me started on the PTA. And I know you don't own a bookstore either. I know all about the audio books. Oh, yeah. Right. I do. I did have a fantasy about owning a bookstore, books and furniture for a period of my life where I was watching the You've Got Mail movie on repeat. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd be yeah. real cute, like make Ryan cut my hair, be like gitchy. She has the best face for that short hair. Yeah, I don't. I did cut my hair one time and it, it, was did, bad. it, it didn't work out for me. No, it's not. It's not my jam either. You got to have a tiny nose. Thanks. That's the thing with, well, I'm just saying, like, that's why it didn't work out for me. <laughs> Your nose is perfect. It's just not an Alish nose. Okay. No. Got to have the She looked nose, great with short hair. hair. I thought because she has a small nose. I'm telling you, that is, that is one thing you need for the short haircut. Okay. In my opinion, don't come at me. Okay. Okay. So when Carla, who was Sarah's mom, left this world, which Sarah was just 15. So I cannot even imagine being a 15 year old losing her mom. It was most likely super devastating. But Sarah also was all that Michael, her dad, had left, right? So that's also real devastating for your dad. And she was an only child. So. As Sarah being a teenager, when she was left for just with just her dad, you can think that it wasn't easy, especially being a strong headed teenager. She sought adventure and moving away from her dad. You know, I feel like we all were there for sure. Me and you for sure. By 19, Sarah had that feeling of getting away. She had recently went to Canada for some sort of like YouTube vid convention and she fell in love with Toronto. Have you been to Toronto? No, I have not been to Toronto, but well, it's I good. hear it's cold. It <laughs> In the winter, it is cold, but it's a super cool city. So I don't blame her wanting to move there they have good and dude she lives in jersey like it's freaking cold there too so well i had a roomie one time who took a who abandoned me because she got a job and was in toronto and then and so i moved out of this great place and then she moved back after three months she was like couldn't do it so damn too cold 
California to Toronto, different story. You got you got to be ready for the snow for multiple months at a time. Yeah, I don't I don't see it, but that is where Sarah wanted to go. Her desire was to move to Canada eventually. So I'm going to take you back to the car Sarah was driving that was on the bridge. Police called immediately Sarah's father, who happened to be at Disney World at the time with his girlfriend. I mean, he was at a hotel because it was like okay, as long as he said he was with his. He's with his girlfriend, not by himself. Oh, yeah, not by that, himself. That, that would, that would that, be that's that'd extra. be another level. <laughs> mm-hmm. He confirmed, yes, that was Sarah's car. And it was real strange that she would just leave it. He immediately tried to call Sarah on her phone and it was off, which 19-year-olds don't generally turn their phone off ever. No. Her dad knew something was off, so he jumped in his car in the early morning and headed straight back to Jersey from Florida. Police go to Sarah and Michael's house, and there is no one there but Sarah's dog. The neighbors who had been lifelong friends with Sarah's family had actually seen Sarah that day before. And just to clarify, I'm talking about like, this is 3 a.m. They're going to the house. It's like the morning of the third, but the night of the second. Okay. Okay. So the neighbors are like, yes, she was here on the second, just earlier that day. And she had dropped off a box of stuff that had belonged to her mom, which is a really kind of a strange thing, right? Like why, why doesn't she want to keep it at her house? The friend said she didn't really think anything of it at the time, but now that she's not around, it's kind of strange. Yeah. The neighbor Carly is her name, also informed the police that Sarah was with her friend Liam when she came by. Liam and Sarah were longtime friends. They had known each other since they were just six years old and they were best buds. Nothing romantic, just friends. Police then head straight to Liam's house at the same time that they're headed to Liam's house. They are also deploying Coast Guard to look in the Shark River, which was below the bridge for Sarah. That is a gnarly name for a river. Yes. Well, it goes straight out to the ocean like fast. So yeah, it is a a gnarly name for a river. It reminds me of bull sharks. You know, they're terrifying. Yes, they are terrifying. They come and get those are like the scariest of the sharks. And I actually am a fan of the sharks. Do they swim up the rivers? Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Yeah. freshwater places. And so that, and they don't mess around. That's scary. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I would say since they deployed the Coast Guard and they're going to these houses right away, this police department is freaking on it, right? Like that usually does not happen, but it's a small town. They don't got shit to do, so... They're thinking at this point, it is weird. This girl is nowhere. It's a possible suicide, but they don't really know. But they're taking it serious. The police get to Liam's house and it's butt crack of dawn. And he's woken up by them knocking on the door. He's really groggy. Liam, you Liam? You got a second? Can I come in and talk to you real quick? Yeah, no problem, officer. Is uh, Sarah here by chance? No. When was the last time you talked to her? I was with her today. What time? Uh, before I went to work. So it was earlier today? Yeah. When was the last time you had any kind of contact at all with her? Um, Turn some light on if you don't mind. I mean, 
We went to get food today. And you went to work at what time? Uh, 4.30. Okay, so you haven't talked to her since 4.30? You no. have a cell phone you can reach out to, it, to her on? I actually haven't been able to find my cell phone. Any idea where it's at? all day. Right, so you haven't been able to talk to her? You don't know where your cell phone is? No. All right. Keep looking for your cell phone, man, because uh, we're trying to find Sarah. What's her, what was her mindset last time you talked to her? I just know she's been trying to get away. You can tell me she's mm -hmm. going to Canada. Trying to get away, okay. Canada, she's been real depressed lately. Her dad is crazy. Okay, and then she's dealing with the loss of her mother. Her dad's in yeah. Florida right now, right? Her dad, yeah. He's coming back today, I guess. I don't know what time it is. If you can maybe reach out to some friends, maybe hit our message on yeah. social media. I definitely will. Start reaching out to somebody, see if anybody's talked to her. or. Yeah. If they when they talked to her, what her mindset was and all that, all right? I'm planning on getting a phone as soon as I wake <laughs> okay. up. Okay. And uh, yeah, we spoke. We spoke as to soon as uh, you hear anything, call the Neptune yeah. City or Neptune Township Police Department. Let okay. us know. Thank you. So my only red flag here is when this dude says he loses his phone. Like, how'd you lose your phone? You're 19. Do you lose your phone at 19? Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I lost my phone, but I'm gonna go get a new one tomorrow. I don't know. That was a red flag to me. But I what's a red flag to me is being able to be so soundly asleep. Like what kind of sleep gummy CBD do you have going on <laughs> to be so how restful? Well you, how well did you sleep at 19? I don't remember. I don't I think I like did much would, sleeping. Like, did I? I probably did. Well, at four in the morning when they get to his house or whatever time it was. I mean... The guy doesn't have shit care in the world. Works yeah. at a steakhouse. Right. That's like like us. Yeah. <laughs> Plays video games all day. That's basically what he said. I went to, we went and got Taco Bell. <sighs> we played some video I want games. That burrito. Okay. Yeah. And then I, and then I went to work. Oh, just so you all know, the Mexican pizza is back. Merry Christmas. They took it away. Remember they gave it to us. They yes. took it away. It's and back. now it's back. Okay. Good. No, they like to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Also, he did say that she wanted to go to Canada and that her dad is crazy. So maybe she did just take off. Okay. The next day, her family is all together. Friends are texting her, calling, doing, you know, what like ever you do when you can't find somebody. And her, her family's just like, she didn't just take off. Like, that's not, that's not her. And the thought of suicide, I think, was actually there. Like, maybe she was sad that her mom died and she couldn't hold it in anymore. And like, we just had this DJ that took his life this last week. And that guy didn't seem to not have any signs either. So, you know, it does happen. Twitch. Well, I was just thinking the same thing. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, we'll have some more answers because I am like, you can't. I can't shake it, dude. I went on I, his TikTok. I'm like, me too. I, I'm like, I can't. I I don't get it. I don't either. And he's got these three beautiful, beautiful babies. So I asked my husband about it because I was like, how does he leave them? How? Like, why would you do that? And my husband just, he's like, you know what? He just felt like it would be better for their life if he wasn't in it for whatever reason. Yeah. And I was like, but that's not true. I don't care. I don't care. Like, it's not true. Right. I so. know my husband's, you know, what my husband said, he's like, 
I don't, I think we don't understand as a society, as whole like mental illness or whatever. And clearly he was suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or he wouldn't have made that choice. But my husband is like, I, he, he's like, I don't get it because I would kill someone who hurt my children. So how could I kill myself? Well, I'm glad that he thinks that way because I feel like, like my husband's like, well, maybe it would, he just felt like it would be better for them if he wasn't there. And it's never that way, right? It's never that way. Your kids need you. Your family needs you. I don't know. And then his, I was like, oh, for sure him and his wife got into it. But then I'm like, well, maybe it's work-related. Maybe he didn't feel like he could sustain that lifestyle that he had when he was working on Ellen for all those years that was probably bringing him a lot of money. And then it's like, bam, you're actually nobody in that bi- in that business unless you keep on TV. You know, it's a hard business. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But anyways, back to Sarah. I think that it was one of those things where they're like, did she, could she, had she had some inner demons that nobody knew about? Well, the very next day when local bank manager got word of Sarah's disappearance, he called the police right away to let them know that she was actually in the bank that afternoon. She had two safety deposit boxes at the bank and she took one that day. Police reviewed the footage and they see this happy-go-lucky girl waving to the bank manager and walking out like without a care in the world, not like somebody that was just going to jump off a bridge in a few hours, but maybe someone that was taking out all of her money to get away. Mm. However, it turns out that she left most of the money in the bank. Sarah had actually found a shoebox full of money hidden at her family's vacation home. She had assumed her mother had hid it there for her. She was pretty secretive about it, actually. I'm not sure she even told her dad. She did call and tell her aunt who told her not to tell anyone and just put it in a safety deposit box in the bank, which she did. Listen, smart girl, who wants to tell the dad that's off at Disney World with his new girlfriend after your mom dies? (laughs) Well, it was three years and still... She's a teenager. You know, she's had to have felt like some kind of way about that. Right. I know. They said that she liked the girlfriend and that it was copacetic, which maybe it was. But yeah, I mean, for sure. And they didn't take her to Disney World. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I know. So I'm not even sure she even counted all the money when she put it in the safety deposit box. The other thing is there were, I think, a couple more people that knew about the money and her buddy Liam definitely knew about the money. I think he may have also been with her when she found it. Mm. So if she was going to run and start a new life in Canada, you would think that she would have taken all the money, not just like a quarter of it yeah, or a 10th of it or whatever it was. Right. Police also found her passport, social security, Christmas presents, all in her room, which indicated that girlfriend didn't just up and vanish to go to Canada. This whole thing is looking very suspicious, but there is nothing to really point fingers at anyone. The neighbors had video footage from their ring doorbell or some sort of camera system like that. And you could see her car coming and going, 
You can also see Liam's car leaving around four o'clock, which is when he said he left to go to work. And then you see her car leaving again around 1155 at night. So they have a bit of a timeline. You know, she never comes back after that 1155. And then they find her car on the bridge shortly after. They bring Liam back to the station one more time for questioning after that groggy moment in the morning. Because at that point, they were just like, hey, bud, you know, like, if you hear anything, if you know where she is, you know, get back to us. Okay. Now they're like, "Eh, you never told us about that bank situation. So maybe there's something there. So they bring him in to question him again. And Liam gives the same story pretty much as you heard it when they were at the house. He says, He got to her house around one. They took some stuff across the street to put at the neighbor's basement. Then they went to Taco Bell, probably get the Mexican pizza, but also maybe not 2016. Not Bell Grande. That's what you got to eat in the car. That's the thing about the Mexican pizza. It's hard to eat. So messy. You know what? I always get just a bean and cheese burrito, no onions, and I slather it with um, Taco Bell's hot sauce. That's it. Then they came back, they played some video games until he had to leave to work, which all seemed to line up with the footage of the camera. But one thing he did leave out was, which was what I just said, is the bank information. So they questioned him about that. And he says, oh, yeah, we did stop there, but I didn't get out of the car. And he didn't. He didn't go into the bank. They questioned him about what she was doing in the bank. And he said he didn't really know. But he did say she found some money and she basically goes to the bank here and there to take some out, which she wasn't working at that point. She was just doing her art. So I'm assuming that he kind of knew she was going to live in off that if she needed, you know, spending money. Mm -hmm. They ask how much she had in there. And he's like, I have no clue. And when I watch these videos, these interrogations, I would say. There's nothing really that sticks out to me except for two things. He shakes his head up and down like I'm doing right now to you. Okay. The whole time in the interview, almost like he's saying yes, but also like a nervous twitch, right? Like if you're just constantly like doing that, he does it that morning when they get to the house and he does it at the station. And then they also question him one other time that I watched when they were at like a search party for her. And he, and they said something and he's with a bunch of friends and he's doing that head shake. So maybe it's just him. I don't know. The other weird thing is he asked the investigator if she did jump in, would she be out to the ocean by now? Which I guess is like a, I don't know. Is that weird? Yes. They found it kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. It's a valid question, but it's a strange one, especially if he thinks she went to Canada. You wouldn't even, I feel like if my friend was missing or something like that, I wouldn't even say that out loud. I wouldn't even want to be thinking she possibly did jump off the bridge. So I'm not going to ask what happened to her body. I know. Yeah, you're right. It would just be all focused on finding Yeah. So, you know, even if they did think that Liam was somehow involved, no body, no crime, really. And that is what this case was looking like. It was going pretty cold until they got a huge 
You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. 
For more information, visit acorns.com. Lead. A former classmate of Sarah's named Anthony Curry had a strange encounter with Liam over the summer when he was home for a bit. Anthony actually lived in New York and was an aspiring filmmaker in the realm of horror, which is funny because that's not my jam. No, me neither. But we do true crime, but horror is like not my thing. Not gory. So over the summer, Liam had told him a plan to kill Sarah and steal her money. What Anthony says is basically he thought it was a movie plot idea that Liam had. He didn't think it was actually true. But when it actually became true, he called his dad and told him, like, dude, that friend of mine actually told me he was going to do that. And the dad, thankfully, was like, you better call the police right freaking now. Good dad. Yeah, I know. Good dad. That's what I was thinking. So this weird encounter to me, I don't know if it was a movie idea or it's just Anthony didn't do anything. So he's like, it was a movie idea. Okay. Well, that's what I kind of think about these horror movie loving people that they, I mean, obviously there are people that love horror movies, but often I feel like there are horror movie loving people like that guy that shot up the theater looking like the Joker in Colorado. Oh yeah. That blur that blur the lines and of reality and that scares the piss out of me. Well, when I went to that that how that scary house, what do you call those, ha- those haunted, haunted house? houses? Yeah. There is some shit in there that is terrifying. Oh yeah. Like you think up this stuff, it's it borders on the shit that we talk about, you know, like weird, creepy, creepy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I do know that there are some people that are into that stuff that are normal. My son actually had a special ed <laughs> teacher who I <laughs> who I'm like friends with on Facebook right now because I adored her so much. And she does all the scary dolls and makes oh, yeah, them look that... all like bloody and crazy. Yeah, that's scary. That's weird. And she also is really into Disney and special ed kids. <laughs> it's like, whoa, I know a lot about your life. But she's sweet as pie. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think Anthony did the right thing. I think he's a good guy. I think that being a 19-year-old kid, hearing somebody say all this shit to you, you don't really think they're going to do it. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah. So police are very interested in this, and they get Anthony to set up a sting operation, which I freaking love. I love stings. It is like, oh, gosh, I'm like, put a camera and a wire and let's get it. Yeah. So Anthony first calls Liam to ask to borrow some money for a new camera for his movie. He says he broke his camera and... If Liam can spot him some cash out of that girl's money. Liam says, yeah, I can't talk about it over the phone. So let's meet. Mm. So police then rig Anthony's car with audio video, which is awesome. I mean, yeah, rig it all. And what happens next is chilling. 
I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Row's partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. When Liam gets in Anthony's car, Liam first goes down to pat Anthony down, right? So he's kind of like a little sus. He tells Anthony that the FBI is on his ass and he knows that Anthony's not a snitch, but he needs to check him. And Anthony is real cool. He's like, okay, all good. 
you know, no worries. And he's like, what are they on your ass for? And he's like, yeah, because of Sarah. And then Anthony's like, well, what the hell happened? And Liam spills it. He holds absolutely nothing back in a way that would make you want to punch him in the face and then slowly watch alligators attack him. Oh, that's the kind of person that like, I don't, I don't want to do that to anybody, but this fucking Liam is the worst human being in my opinion on this planet or one of them. There's a couple. So Liam tells Anthony that he had planned it out for six months and basically had his chance after she went to the bank and he had convinced Sarah to take out her box of money. He says he thought he was walking away with 50 to a hundred thousand dollars, but got less than a quarter. Actually, he got less than 10,000. What he also says is that his roommate Preston Taylor also helped him in this awful scheme. So I'm going to play you a portion of what he says, and I will spare you from the accounts of the actual murder, which he tells this guy every ounce of it. And it's really disturbing. He has absolutely no remorse. This guy, it's like truly a sociopath. I fucking dropped my phone at Sarah's house. My phone was at Sarah's house. Like, you left your phone? Yeah, I lost it. I couldn't find it. I had to go to work. I had timed everything out. So that oh, what did you why you took your phone? You should have left it in your fucking pocket. Dude, what were you doing? Strangling someone? I choked her out, dragged her in the back, put her in the bathroom, and then I had to go straight to work. Okay. So that's disturbing. And that was just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So he strangles her and then he gets a good night's sleep. That's uh, extra disturbing. And the way he's telling it is just like, what the actual F? Like, you don't care at all. No. So it's. I see what you're saying, as in he's one of the worst people, because there is something. I mean, obviously, we hate all bad people or hate, you know, we're not fans of bad people. But when they are bad and calculated and manipulative, like and he was her friend yes they were six years old yes that is a a whole other kind of like uncomprehensible crazy bad extra bad extra bad yeah yes so as soon as anthony's like okay bro wow good talk see you later the investigators are on it i mean they were watching this shit the whole time right oh my god i can't imagine And they're like, oh my God, gold. This is like gold. Like we, this is awesome because they were going like these, they did not have shit. Yeah. You know? So they first go and arrest Preston. You know, his name is Preston Taylor. They, this guy was not on their radar at all, but Liam just mentioned that Preston helped him in this scheme. So Preston is also a friend of Sarah's. They actually went to freaking prom together. Oh God. Preston initially says when they arrest him, he initially says, Hey, it's Sarah's dad. Oh, he got, you know, he says Sarah's dad's crazy. She doesn't have a good relationship with him. I think she wanted to go to Canada. Basically what him and Liam rehearsed. 
but it didn't take long for Preston to break. They were basically like, uh, hey, Preston, we actually know exactly what you did. And if your ass doesn't want to get life, then you better start talking and start talking fast. And so Preston, like a smart individual, starts talking. He even leads investigators to the safes where they hid the money and he makes a plea deal so he can get leniency. Preston recounts what Liam told Anthony plus more, which is Preston got a call when Liam and Sarah were at the bank, which indicated that Liam was going to kill Sarah after they got back to her house with the cash. Liam strangled Sarah and put her in the bathroom and then had to leave to go to work. He ran home right before work and told Preston that he did it. And Preston needed to go over there to move Sarah's body outside to hide her until later that night and look for his phone. So Preston did just that. He went to Sarah's. He found her just as Liam said. He dragged her outside until Liam got off work. At that point, the two went back to Sarah's house where they put her in her own front seat of her car. Liam drove to the bridge and unfortunately on the ring doorbell, you could only see the car. You couldn't see who was coming and going in the car. When they got to the bridge, Liam was unable to get Sarah over the bridge himself. So he walkie talkied Preston to help him. I guess they had bought these walkie talkies for this day if it would eventually come. Mm Mm-hmm. So Preston pulls up and helps Liam throw Sarah off the bridge. They leave the keys in the ignition to make it look like a suicide and also think of this plan to say that she was unhappy. She was unhappy with her dad. She wanted to move to Canada and her dad was crazy. When they got home, they saw that the cash was actually falling apart because it was so freaking old and it was less than $10,000. They separate the money and bury it in two separate places, go about their regular day. Just like you said, they go to sleep, they wake up, they throw parties actually in the days after. I mean, it's crazy. For a couple grand. For a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. After Preston's arrest, they go and arrest Liam, where of course he pleads not guilty and goes to trial. Liam's defense team tries to make up some story about how Preston is a liar and his confession to Anthony was just a storyline for a movie for Anthony. But after the jury was shown the video in Anthony's car, there was absolutely no way you could ever believe this guy or believe that it was a movie plot. Yeah. Well, what else is his defense attorney going to say? Like he confessed it's on tape. Yeah, he has to be like, oh, he was telling a story like that. That's your that's his only option. True. And how he convinced his friend to help him is just so beyond me. Like, I can't. How do you do Isn't that? Those, like, hey, how old was he? 19. Yeah. So, I mean, you know that you got to watch those young men. Their cerebral shit is not fully developed. They're not thinking yeah. right. I guess not. You got to be preaching to your sons. Like if you're ever thinking of something, you you run it by me first. Anything. <laughs> right. 
anything. Even if you want to help your friend throw anything. a girl over the bridge anything. that you went to prom with. Especially that, but anything. You need to be right. running to buy me. The defense team also had one last thread of hope as they called this dude that said he saw Sarah walking on the bridge that day. He says, I saw her. I know it was her 100% certain. She was wearing heels and a leather jacket and she's alive. This guy actually goes on the stand to say this. Hmm. They were like, but her car was towed. Nope, I saw it. Pull up the towing records. <laughs> it's like, well... But the defense were like, I mean, that's scratching at anything, right? He he even said, I know I'm going to see her one day. She's going to resurface and she was going to say she was in Canada. I don't know what this guy's smoking, but some people just it, like to insert themselves in crimes. I know it's true. I think this guy was one of them. Also, Sarah would not be wearing heels. She's not that kind of person. She's tomboy, comfort wearing girl. So this mm-hmm. guy's tripping. Yeah. And the jury knew he was tripping, so they sentenced Liam to life in prison without the parole with an additional 10 years. And from what I see online, when I pull up his records, he got an additional 20 years on top of that. So whatever, he's not getting out. He's he's in prison for life. Okay. Preston got 18 years with the parole date of 2032. And I think he went into prison in 2019, actually on my wedding day, my Uh, my anniversary, June 21st, the judge told him basically that he was just as bad as his friend and he could have stopped it, which I agree. Yes. I like that judge. I feel so bad for Sarah's dad. He lost his wife and then he lost his daughter, which is beyond devastating. And that was his only child. His life will never be full and happy. And I just hope that when he looks at her artwork, he finds like a gleam of happiness. He also said that he never wants to look or talk to Liam ever in his life. Liam's mother Mm. is in denial. Okay. She thinks that her son could never kill anybody and that he was just auditioning for a movie scene in that car. I just say keep dreaming, lady, because it would be a pretty I can't really judge the mom because that would be a pretty tough pill to swallow. Oh, my God. When like that video of him is so disturbing that I think you would say that you would be like, that's not my son. Like, I didn't raise somebody like that. Yeah. Like, how is he that person, you know? Side note, they did find Liam's phone at Sarah's house. And yeah, they did. And when they got Liam's new phone, which he did get the next day, Liam transferred all of his phone numbers over, you know, to his new phone, except for Sarah's. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So you did it, That's the nail in the coffin. Right. Really. I would like to think, though, as the mother of, of somebody, if they did something like that, I'd like to be like, you did something horrendous. Own it. Say, own it. Say sorry. Say you're sorry. Yeah, he did not. He's, but if she's he, never going to hold him accountable, that's probably why he turned out to be so crazy. Yeah. Got to hold those true. kids accountable. Yeah, he probably was never held accountable for anything. 
little fucker. I've just made all my kids pick up all their damn socks this morning before they went to school. Good. I don't know why they take them off and throw them all over the house. What is that? Sock confetti? Oh. Stupid. Guess what? I found three pairs today in between my kid's bed and like the dresser. I'm like, what? Like, what is this? How do they even get there? He takes them off in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. I'm like, don't wear socks to bed. I don't like it either. It does not. It's not good. My daughter's class had this sock exchange for their like holiday party. Yeah, it is a good exchange. But somebody, my daughter ended up with slippers. Okay. They're like slippers. They go on like like socks. Slippers, socks. Yeah. I have. I had. Yes. She wants to wear them as socks. They have like pom pom balls on the front. I'm like, you can't. can't. It's not going to work out for you. She is also wearing like brown sweatpants with sunflowers and then a pink and blue t-shirt with Hawaii on it. And then a dark blue, (laughs) like not her whole outfit is not working for her. And I argued with her over that this morning and then was like, I'm really drawing the line with the candy cane striped slipper. Those are slippers. (laughs) Don't you want friends? Come on, girl. Oh, man. All right. Well, we want friends. So please follow us <laughs> on Housewives of True Crime group on Facebook. Follow our TikTok. Follow our YouTube, Housewives of True Crime. I don't know. Somehow it got fixed. It's Housewives of True Crime YouTube now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I got to tell you something else later. What? Boring. Boring. I'll tell you later. Okay. Oh, we also, if you want ad free, go to Apple and subscribe to our bonus or subscribe to us something like that i think you just subscribe and if you're not on apple you can go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime we give one extra episode a week and gretchen gives a bonus crime once a month and it is always a juicy one one that we won't um disclose to the public just to our private listeners and by this point you should be getting your Christmas card if you're a Patreon listener soon. We're a little behind, but that's my soon. fault because I'm real crazy busy. But anyways, that's it for today. Okay. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.